want to be famous. of Advice for Gym News. That's right, Advice for Gym News brought to you by Thoughts by DeVille, DI the Podcast. Here at Advice for Gym News, we specialize in giving you expert amateur advice on how to not look like a noob in the gym, because let's keep it real. The reason that majority of people avoid going to the gym, stay out of the gym, is because they don't want to look like they know they don't know what they're doing. But if you stick with me, I guarantee I will have you looking like a meese. That's a man beast in the gym. Yeah, baby. Now, I was in the gym the other day, and I realized, I looked around, and I realized that wasn't a whole lot of people in there. So it got me thinking, where the hell is everybody? And then it dawned on me. It's once again that time of the year where people start to say, fuck the gym. They start avoiding going to the gym and working out because, you know, this time of year you got football. We're getting into like the meat of football season. You got basketball going on. You know what I mean? And then it's so close to the new year that a lot of people kind of give up and slack off and decide that they'll just uh, come back and, and, and try to kick it off and start it off again in the new year. But for people who are a little bit more serious about their fitness, they start to think, how am I supposed to survive these holidays without gaining a bunch of weight? Don't fret, people. Your boy DeVille D.I. here at Thoughts by DeVille D.I. is going to educate you on how to survive the holiday season. Now, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is the most epic, fat-ass holiday ever invented. It's completely uh, designed around sitting around and eating all day. I was talking to someone today, and they were talking about trying to do their scheduling and how everybody requested uh, Thanksgiving off. And I'm like, why the hell would you need Thanksgiving off? The only thing you do on Thanksgiving is you get up, you sit around the house, starve all day while trying to hang out with cousins that you don't even like, waiting for the food to get done. Then the food gets done, you eat, you watch some football, you play some spades, you get drunk. Like, you could do that afterward. Why don't you skip the part that nobody likes, hanging with family members, and just come <laughs> come home around 5 or 6 o'clock when the meal's ready, you can eat good, Boom, you're in there. Then you got Christmas. After all the president giving and so on and so forth, what happens? We eat again like horses. And then leading all the way up to Christmas, you got all these delicious, delectable Christmas snacks and treats that come out. You got gingerbread houses. You got gingerbread men. You got candy canes. You got all kind of assortments of candies and cakes and pies. Between November and December, more pies and cakes are going to be in your household than any other time of the year. And you got to learn how can we manage to both enjoy these delicacies and not become fat asses at the same time. So let's get into this. 
first and probably most important, I'm going to start with the with the meat of this in the beginning. I'm not going to make you wait for the best information. The most important and, and most proven way to not gain weight during the holiday season is to back the fuck up from the plate. That's right. Back the fuck up from the plate. Don't be a fat ass. Just because there's a plethora of food around and snacks and treats and delectable desserts do not mean you have to eat all of them. I repeat, you do not have to eat all of them. It's okay to enjoy them. You know, fix you a nice little plate, eat you a cookie here, a cookie there. But at the same time, you don't have to sit around and eat until you stuff and you feel uncomfortable. I know that a lot of people don't understand that and think that that's just the way life goes, but it's not. You do not have to stuff yourself. You do not have to overeat during the holidays. Back the fuck up from the plate. You'll thank me later. Next one. Equally as important. Don't be a lazy ass. I know it's a lot of football on, a lot of basketball. You got professional football. You got college football. You got professional uh, 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 basketball. Uh, it's all kinds of shit going on. But you don't have to watch every damn game that comes on, people. It's okay to watch a game, you know, eat your snacks, drink your couple beers. But then the next day, you need to get up and get off your ass and do something. Go run. Go hit the gym. Go do something. And hit the gym. Did I say that? Don't be a lazy ass. 95% studies show that 95% of fat ass syndromes come from being a lazy ass. Get up off the chair. What you sitting around for? You know what I'm saying? Tebo that shit. Watch it later. They still got Tebo. I don't even think they still have Tebo. But that ain't side the point. Quit being a fat ass. Get up and go do something with yourself. Now, if all else fails... And you still find yourself uh, wobbling in the fat ass during the holiday season. Don't fret. I even have a solution for that. Tell people that you're bulking. Okay, I'm going too fast. I forgot you was a noob. You don't know what bulking is. Bulking is when you intentionally gain weight so that you can put on more muscle mass. Most people bulk around this year, this time of the year. And then, you know, around February, March, they start cutting and they try to slim down that weight and see how much muscle they gain. But you should normally do a clean bulk. I mean, you should bulk by eating a lot of protein, you know, a lot of clean meats, some bison, some chicken breast, you know, things like that, and lots of veggies. Maybe throw you some rice in there for your carbs and drinking your, your, your protein supplements or whatever, whatever. That is how you should be bulking. But there is also something that's called a dirty bulk, and that's when you just eat whatever the fuck you want and get bigger. Now, you aren't doing either one of these intentional. You're just being a fat ass. But people don't know that. Tell people that you're bulking. Those extra 10 pounds you put on between November and December, on on into the New Year's, Hey, I'm bulking, man. I'm going to be shredded and shit come spring. Just watch me. How do they know? How do they know? How they going to know that you're lying? Huh? Huh? You're bulking. You want an extra piece of that uh, sweet potato pie? Go ahead and eat it because you're bulking. You want to go get your third place of turkey dressing, cranberry sauce, collard greens, beans, beans, tomatoes, lettuce, lamb, sausage? 
get that shit, bro, because you balking. You understand what I'm saying? Ain't nobody going to know the difference, man. People, anybody that does realize that you're bullshitting is paying entirely too much attention to you, and they need to back the fuck up. Now, take this information and use it wisely, people. Avoid being a fat ass during the holiday season because you're going to regret it once spring comes around and the sun's out, so the gun's out, and all you got is belly jelly. You're going to regret it, man. Avoid being fat ass during the holidays if you can't, if you have that type of self-control. Yeah. Now, on a more serious note, over the weekend, I watched a documentary about Ronnie Coleman. Ronnie Coleman, that's right, Mr. Yeah, baby. Lightweight, lightweight, lightweight. Himself. If you don't know who Ronnie Coleman is, I'm going to tell you. Look, I'm let me pull it up right quick. Because this guy's legendary. So, Ronnie Coleman, he is an American bodybuilder, right? Old school, old school bodybuilder. He won, let me see, I'm trying to see how many times he won the... Uh, Mr. Olympia, eight years in a row. He won the Mr. Olympia eight years in a row. He was only five foot eleven, but he was weighing two hundred ninety-seven pounds. Two hundred ninety-seven pounds of pure fucking muscle. This guy is an animal. Google him, search him, look him up, man. The legendary Ronnie Coleman. This guy used to do stuff like squat eight hundred pounds. He squatted 800 pounds, I think, three times. He worked out with dumbbells, 100, 200-pound dumbbells. You know, he did a whole bunch of just superhuman uh, things, man, during his training. And the guy, he was so thick, pause, and solid, you know what I mean, and, and, and shredded and had so much size all at the same time. Some people say that he changed the game of bodybuilding hit single-handedly because he came in and was such a force that nobody else was able to really compete with him with the size and, 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 the, and the aesthetics that he pulled together. And so now, after the fact, now you see all these guys, they're running around, they're big, they're holding all this weight, but, you know, they got that HGH gut, you know, the, they, they got you got a six-pack, but you look like you're three months pregnant. At the same time that you're shredded as hell, but you look, you just look goofy with it. But this documentary, man, shot me because at the point where they were shooting this documentary, Mr. Coleman couldn't even walk on his own. He had had two hip replacements. He had he had uh, work done on his back where he slipped the disc squat. He slipped his disc and then finished his leg workout. And didn't go to the doctor until the next day when he was still in pain and found out that he had slipped the disc. The guys had so many back surgeries that the this last surgery that he was getting during the course of the documentary, they couldn't even uh, go in through his back anymore. They had to go in through the front, so they had to essentially slit him open, remove his intestines to get to this spinal area to remove 
these bolts and screws from his back to hopefully relieve some of his pain. And he has to, he walks with a cane and, you know, he walked short distances. He, he walked without the cane and he had this rock kind of like if we, when you've seen a bear, if you ever seen a bear stand up on his hind legs and he walk and he kind of gets a little rock going to keep his balance or whatever. And I was like, dang, man. It kind of had me scared the next day when I went to lift. It kind of had me scared to go heavy. And I was like, man, that's something that we on a more serious note, something that we have to think about while we're uh, in the gym and, and, and working out and trying to be not just physically fit, but to be meese in the gym. You have to think about those long-term repercussions of uh, what we're doing to our body, man. And out of all this pain and suffering and injuries that he's had, it, the guy still says, <laughs> when you ask him about was it worth it, he, he says that he thinks he could have got, he could have squatted 800 uh, five times easy. He wish he had went for it. So he doesn't look down on what happened to him at all because he was doing what he loves to do, man. And, you know, unfortunately, when you put that much strain on your on your body, there is normally going to be a price to pay at some point. So that's what he's going through right now, man. I just thought that was kind of kind of uh, saddening, but at the same time, we this is advice for gym news, right? So I gotta I gotta touch on that stuff. <laughs> Pause. Damn, man, I'm gonna tell you who's aggravating me. These fitness Instagram accounts that if you hashtag anything that has to do with fitness on Instagram I guarantee you that somebody is going to uh, friend you're going to get a friend follow from some fitness account I just got followed by cocainefitness.com and strength hub now As soon as these accounts follow you, you know, the next thing they do is they jump into your DMs and they're either trying to sell you something or they're trying to sell you something. And that's really aggravating to me, man. Don't come into my, uh, you know, give me a follow and then immediately after try to sell me something and give me some weak ass promo code that I'm not going to use because I wasn't searching for your product. Excuse me. I say, if you really are trying to convince me to use your product, give me some. Send me a sample or something like that. And let me test it out. Let me make my own decisions. They'll even go as far as to say that they're looking for ambassadors and they would like for you to be an ambassador. I've had that happen to me several times. And just being honest with myself, I know that I'm not in the type of physical condition that I will be ambassadoring anybody's fitness products like that you know there's no way i'm gonna believe that you looked at my profile and said hey we need this guy on our team we can throw him out there and show him uh show him off to the world and say hey he uses our products and that's why he looks like this now of course i do look like a meese i do i'm certified meese out here but 
I don't think I'm a fitness model material <laughs> at the same time, people. But yeah, what else we got going on in the, in the fitness community? Nothing. Nothing really. I haven't, uh, didn't run into anything too interesting at the gym this week. Nothing was really just caught my attention to the point where I was like, damn, you know what? I just got to talk about this on the show. It's been a slow week because people aren't showing up to the gym. It's kind of hard to come up with uh, content when you don't have anything to go by. Gym staff is relaxing, laughing, and playing because they ain't got a bunch of dickheads to deal with. But be patient because we're in November, so that means we're only a, a month and a half away from New Year, New Me, when everybody's going to come crowd the gym again and decide that now it is the perfect time for me to uh, rejuvenate uh, my health and fitness and get up in here and get on everybody's damn nerves, taking up space and doing exercises completely wrong. Man, I can't stand this. I saw, oh, I did see this young boy. It was a young guy working out beside me and he was doing bench press with 30 pound weights. And this guy he was going, he was bringing his elbows so far back. It's like he was trying to clap his hands behind him. And I'm looking at him, sitting here looking at the guy. And I'm like, you're like three seconds away from Snap City. And I didn't know whether I should jump in and give him some unsolicited fitness advice or some expert amateur fitness advice. Or should I just let him be? Because I don't really like when people talk to me in the gym. But at the same time, I kind of have the feeling that I know, I like to think that I know what I'm doing at this point too, that I won't be doing anything goofy or anything that can hurt me. So I sat there and watched it and I thought to myself like, what's the chance of him hurting himself with these 30 pound weights? And then, you know, the bigger DI, not the one in my pants, but the bigger DI kicked in. I say, look man, 30 pounds can do just as much damage as 100 pounds if you're doing something wrong. So I had to step in and tell the young boy, you know, hey, look, you don't want to come back that far. Bring your elbows to about here and then bring it back up. Putting too much pressure on your rotator cuff. You might tear something. You might pull something out of place, you know, and I, I, you know, didn't want to bother you, but at the same time, I don't want to see you get hurt. And then I realized this kid didn't speak any English. So I had pretty much wasted my time trying to save his life. So I had to do it with like sign language, not real sign language, but just bro sign language where, you know, you kind of just motion and hope that they understand what you're saying. I think he did, but we'll never know until I see him with his arm in a sling or I see him doing it right. I don't know whether or not he took the advice or even understood the advice that I gave him, but hey, your boy tried. Thank y'all for tuning in to Advice for Gym news provided to you by Thoughts by DeVille Di, the podcast. Don't forget, man, Monday through Friday, you're going to get you some morning discipline. If you show up around 7 a.m., you can get that morning discipline. And don't forget to go over to Facebook and look me up. Thoughts by DeVille Di is the name of the page. Give me a like. Give me a follow. Give me a rate and a review. On there, you're going to get some video content that you're not going to be able to get from Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any place like that. But you can go over to Facebook 
and get that video content and also get a chance to take a look at my beautiful face and these gains that I have been blessed with. Yes, Lord. Anywho, thank y'all for tuning in, man. I appreciate each and every last one of y'all. I will expect for y'all to be here in the morning for morning discipline. Deville Diaz out of here, man. Peace.